Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries for today's encouragement podcast. My name is Brent Van Hook. I'm director of Shepherd's Fold, as well as your host for today's podcast. We want to come alongside ministers, pastors, church staff, missionaries, and more who are doing the work of Jesus Christ and want to bring encouragement to you today. So thank you for tuning in. Today I have as a special guest, a good friend of mine, Ken Hagler, and he's here with us. Ken, thanks for being our special guest today. Well, thanks for having me. Well, it's just good to reconnect. You and I go back to uh, seminary days. We were in seminary yep. together, and we've kind of stayed connected in a variety of ways. And uh, I, ju- I just always enjoy the chance to reconnect with you. Uh, but for our listeners, will you tell a little bit about yourself and your ministry? Sure. Um, yeah, going back, going wow, going back to seminary. Woo! Uh, <laughs> had a lot more hair, and it was all brown. I think back then. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a little bit less, and it's all gray. So, yeah, uh, I, I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, my ministry. I've been doing ministry going into uh, heading towards thirty years now in uh, full time ministry. That's hard to believe. Um, didn't feel like that. I was climbing around in the back of a pickup truck yesterday and was like, ow, that hurts. It's not supposed to do that. Uh, this getting old things, not easy, but, uh, you know, I've been, I've been pastoring throughout that time, uh, consistently was in youth ministry. And then, uh, I was a church start pastor for a time as well as associate pastor and have been lead pastor. So I've served in a variety of places within the church in ministry, um, now uh, I'm pastoring a church, uh, Anchor Park United Methodist Church up here in Anchorage, Alaska. I've been doing that for one year. Um, I moved in the middle of COVID across Canada. So uh, isolating and uh, uh, being interrogated literally by the government of Canada. <laughs> Never thought I would ever be interrogated by a government, but uh, that <laughs> happened. And um, And through that time, I have written uh, about grief and the loss of my first wife, Heather, um, who Brent and I all, and her were all friends in, in seminary together. We all knew each right. other and attended classes together right. um, and uh, wrote my first book, Life Sucks, Seek God, about that and kind of was the start of, of a writing ministry. I've uh, been doing blogging for years, continue to do that. Uh, but then also started doing YouTube even before COVID hit. And so I've been really kind of working on that area of ministry and, uh, and working on writing. I'm working now um, on my, my second book by myself, uh, my, my second book um, that I did with uh, completing the work that my wife started on her book of children's sermon was something that uh, I really believe that needed to get published and out to pastors and children's ministers and mm-hmm. to really, um, you know, kind of put that, that exclamation point on, on Heather's ministry. So it was right. a joy to be able to complete really her work and, uh, and leave something of, uh, of her legacy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, what, a, uh, what a powerful uh, life she lived. In fact, yeah. uh, just for our listeners, Ken, you allowed me to get kind of a pre-screening of that and allowed me yeah. to write a, a note of um, endorsement for that book. And so thank you for the way that you have honored her godly life yeah. through that book. I just admire that. I, I think that was a healthy step for you and a step of uh, godliness and honoring God 
for for her. So, yeah. Well, and it was kind of a neat thing that my kids were both at places. My daughter did the uh, the first rewrite because um, all we had right. just a little bit of that story. All we could find was uh, the manuscript copy, the digital copy she originally had done was lost somewhere, and I found one copy and uh took it to kinko's made another and sent that to my daughter so she typed it um retyped everything and then my son was studying graphic arts at the time and designed the cover so each of them played a critical part um in that book as well so you know it was really a neat thing yeah yeah and then tell us a little bit about uh now you're remarried and and uh And um, I met, uh, well, well, that, that's a long story too, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. uh, you know, in, in a day of technology, um, I, I met Lauren through a face group, Facebook group of, uh, of widows and widowers. And, mm. uh, it wasn't intended uh, to be a site where anybody started dating, but, uh, but we met and, uh, made a connection and, uh, she was living in Alaska and I was living in Atlanta mm -hmm. trying to figure out how on earth that would work. And, um, you know, we did, we, we made it work. We, we just made that connection and hit it off. And, uh, and it's been, it's been a, a heck of a journey. Um, but, uh, you know, we really came together and, uh, she supports what I do. Uh, and, um, and I support, uh, her career and, uh, it, you know, it's just been a real blessing for us to be able to try to, to learn what it is to merge um, and be a blended family um, with our kids who are, you know, they're, they're getting used to, to mm -hmm. still with a new parent in the, the mix, um, even though they're adults and, uh, and how that works together. So I, I know a lot of those challenges and uh, hearing from some of my my friends along the way that those are things that people have been looking to in ministry. And, and I've been doing ministry in ways I didn't even realize. Uh, and that being one of them is, is allowing uh, after, you know, meeting the love of my life, uh, falling in love again and being able to, uh, to, to take that next, uh, next step. Uh, I call it, some people say it's a second chapter. And I said, you know what? I, I can't call it a second chapter. It's a whole new novel. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm a different person. Mm -hmm, um, right. You know, I, you know, Heather and I were together for for just over 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so, you know, this is this is a whole nother chapter uh, or a whole nother novel rather than just a chapter. And, uh, and it's one that we're we're excited to be on. Well, Ken, our listeners have been able to catch a little bit of the glimpse of your integrity, persistence and ability to stay uh close to the Lord as you do his work. And so for that reason, I'm just so excited that listeners are going to be able to hear from you as we talk about ways that ministers can be encouraged. And, and here's what I want to do. I'm going to raise a few questions for you, and then I'd like your insights. Um, let, let's begin with this, Ken. Why are ministers important? What comes to mind when I raise that question? Ministers are important Wow. There's so many things actually that come to mind. The first thing that always comes to my mind though is shepherd and not because that's your ministry. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I but, agree. But, right. Right. But, you know, and, and even though that's not particularly the, the readily, the image necessarily for everybody in our pop culture 
society. We don't think about shepherds, but we are we are guides. We are we are soul caregivers on the journey of life. Um, one of my my mentors in uh, in spiritual formation recently had a um, an article published about how during COVID um, the souls of those in the hospital were completely neglected um, because pastors and chaplains were not allowed to attend to people uh, in in that time and uh, and so I think the the evidence of that and his article really kind of delves into this this absence for people's spirits. And I think it, it's kind of a microcosm of, of a lot of us in different ways. And all the things that COVID brought forward mm-hmm. is this whole idea that that there needs to be caregivers for the soul along the way, that this is an important aspect. And, and most in the medical profession even acknowledge the importance of chaplains and caregivers in the midst of the hospital setting. So mm-hmm. to sit there and ever come into a place where that's not present. People then, you know, it creates a vacuum and something's going to fill that when it comes to the soul and spirits. And I think that's part of what, you know, the work of a pastor is to take on that mantle of, of that soul caregiver. And, and I think we can all do it differently as well. And, uh, but that's really comes back to the point, you know, we are there for, to be that, that spiritual soul caregiver to people uh, in this life journey. Oh, that is so good, Ken. That is so good. Well, you've been listening to part A of my interview with Ken Hagler. Thank you for listening in. I hope you'll tune in also for part B of my interview with Ken as we are talking about how we can encourage ministers in the work that they are doing. Remember, you can learn more about us at shepherdsfoldministries.com.